Hello and welcome back to the Foxy Property Chat Podcast. How are we this morning? We'll go with you first, Phoebe. How are we this morning? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Jake. Wonderful. Love to hear it, Jake. Very good. Yep. Very good and wonderful. Uh, I'm excellent. Thanks for asking. What have we got here? No, never mind that. I'll just open up the chat as well. We are live streaming for those listening to the podcast. If you ever want to catch us, uh, it is a bit hard to lock down the top. No? We it's always a little bit we different. Tr- we yeah. try and do like Tuesday, 9.30, but sometimes things happen. Like today, it's 8.14 a.m. and we are recording. I'd say probably 50% of the time it's not even on Tuesday. That's true. So, <laughs> yeah, correct. All right, so as always, I just like getting uh, a feel for how you guys are feeling and what's been happening in the last week around the business, around the industry. So whoever wants to take it away, what's, how you well, guys, what's from been top a, of mind? From a numbers point of view, we spoke last week about the impact of school holidays. Hmm. Um, the last, this week, the last kind of five, 10 business days, we've done you know, five, six, seven installs a day since then. So uh, there's been um, no days but five. Six. Stop underselling us, Jake. Sorry, sorry. No, we um, need to do. We need to do six installs to hit our numbers for our team. Six like, installs every day for the next month. Month and <laughs> a bit. Yeah. So it's feeling like we're we've got and jobs locking in. Phoebe's yeah, kind of lets me know great. how many a day and yeah. So we're it's feeling quite positive. Like we're it past is. the school holidays. Uh, uh, consult, consultation numbers doing okay as well because that um, often leads to obviously yeah, yeah. more work. Well we did 163 last month. We're sitting at 113 consults for this month. Yep. Um, well uh, quotes that have gone out. However interestingly only 50% of those ones from last month have locked in yeah. um, with not they're not having listed yet. So they were all doing their research to come into market for spring. So yeah. I imagine that they'll so, be locked so in. So to clarify soon. that's not 50% locked in and 50% have said no. It's 50% locked in and we're waiting on a large portion of those still to see yeah. what happens. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, that's so, yeah, it could lead to a busy couple months. Well, yep. that would be normal. Which so, is what yeah. we expect for October yeah. and November. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, as we mentioned, Jake's in a bit of a rush today. Yep. So we'll jump straight Let's into Q&A. Staged NZ <laughs> asks, what do you do for advertising? I think that was may have been a comment on last week's podcast around the, may have been around the, the um, bus side advertising, yeah. and, we're, and we're talking about underrated or overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may have come off that back of okay. that conversation. So we, you're probably yeah, the one why to answer, you answer this one. why don't you give this one a go? Well, advertising, we don't, we don't do a lot, to be honest. So, um, so clarify between marketing and advertising. Sure, marketing right? is, is what we focus on. I'd say like 95% of what we do. And that is a long-term brand play where we want to be the forefront of or back of people's minds when they think of staging or selling. Uh, we, we do that in a number of ways. Uh, social media, we basically just want to be in all the places people are paying attention to and getting as much relevant, entertaining, informative content out to, to the people in those those platforms. So we write blogs on our, on our article. Laura does that. We send out a weekly email. We make a bunch of uh, videos. I'm sure you've seen videos on all our social media sites in different formats. We do long form videos, informative, like 20 minute how to start a home staging business content. <laughs> and then we do some, you know, 10 second reels of um, Sean fighting, pillow fighting people in the warehouse. So it, it's a wide array of um, different content. That's more marketing. Advertising, uh, in my mind, is where you take, uh, you ask for a specific sale or, or you're promoting your product through paid advertising. Now, the way we do that is through YouTube ads. So if you click on, if you're searching via Google, like uh, selling your home or, or home staging, and then you go onto YouTube at any point in the future, um, you may see one of our ads if you're in the appropriate sort of demographic. Uh, we do Instagram story ads, we do Facebook ads. Um, but we don't 
really we, we don't Google, do Google search a little bit. Yeah, um, um, but we don't we don't do like I don't know any Google we don't AdWords. do. Yeah, we don't do Google AdWords. We do a little bit of TikTok we, as a test. Like the Google, yeah, we do a bit of Google AdWords and SEO, the Google SEO stuff, is something that a lot of stylists will talk about yeah. needing to spend money on. But we get there organically. We've always yeah, found, we're, we're at the yeah. top organically. Um, and that just comes through branding and also the articles mm, work yeah. we do. Uh, a lot of that and, and obviously just good um, whatever SEO work. Yeah. Um, so the short but, but we don't, we don't do, do we don't do bus advertising. We don't do TV no. traditional advertising because we believe... I actually... I just say this, but I don't actually know the numbers behind it. It's more cost-effective to run social media ads the way we're doing it. In saying that, I've, I'm just sort of parroting that off what everyone else says, or the smarter <laughs> people I follow, like Gary Vee. But um, I, don't, I don't actually know how much it costs to run a TV no. ad or, you know. But my, in my, to my mind, it would be very expensive. Well, it's a production, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So it might cost thousands of dollars or expos and stuff like that. It's like, well, you're spending, say, five grand on this particular mode of advertising. How much... Can you get out of social media ads of five thousand dollars? I can tell you right now, you can get a lot of work if done correctly out of just a thousand dollars. So that's it. So short um, answer is not a lot of adver paid advertising. Yeah, more marketing. Yep. Um, okay, you used to do pre. Uh, you mentioned on, on um, some of the earlier. I think I did a video of how you started um, Foxy Homestead. We've done mm -hmm. a bunch of that. You used to do some pre-sale advice or like some renovation and colour advice. Yeah, uh, you, do you dabbled that. in that? Yeah, you don't do that anymore. No. Would you recommend people do that sort of work when starting out in the industry perhaps to get more work? Hmm. If they've got I think so the reason that I was confident to give that advice is because we've been doing renovations. So I had I had a background in it. Um, and I knew that those renovations were received really, really well. Mm. Um, on top of that, I was also doing um, the colour selections and final finishes work for GJ Gardner Homes, yep. where if you um, build a home with them, I help you to finish or all the finishes, everything like that. So those two, I guess, foundations in what I was doing gave me the confidence and the ability to be able to advise. Mm. I have said over and over again that I don't feel like you need a background or an education um, in design to open up a styling company. A formal yeah. education. A, a formal education. Yeah. But if you're going to go down the path of giving design advice, I very much do feel that you need to have some sort of either background training or mm. qualification to be able to do that. Mm. So, And that's just to clarify as well, you often, not often, but you'll... You know, answer questions when people right now still talk about you know we're painting have you got any colour yeah if yeah. someone asks like, me what colour I, I, I won't hesitate yeah. to let them know what colour to go with I keep across all the Dulux colours everything like that we like a white base I know which colours to use for people yeah. but it's not but, it's not a service that we no you know, offer mm. and charge for. Nice. It's just advice, advice that you will give as part Correct. of the consultation process. And I'm more than happy to do that because then I have a better blank canvas to style, mm. one that actually is cohesive. So would you recommend other st mm. uh, stylists maybe? I think Honestly, it's more it depends. difficult, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's more difficult you than You need the to have a background in it. Mm. You need to, well, you need to have the confidence. You need, otherwise you're going to be advising people the wrong thing. Mm. That's their biggest asset. You can't do that. Okay. So honestly, it depends on your background and skills mm. as to whether or not you can do. And I don't think it really contributed greatly to the build like no, it was never a, it was business. never a big percentage of our revenue like yeah. it was those gj color consults would take two hours out of every single day uh, every time i did it and i would come out to multiple missed um phone calls that yeah. was business for our styling company yeah so it was almost a distraction yeah it was so yeah. and i was like 350 dollars per consult at gj yeah. gardner versus a home like so yeah, Stay, yeah it was job. it wasn't a that's not a growth idea okay um 
Narell Campbell asked how to style with cushions on lounge suites. I believe mm. that was a comment on uh, cushions yes, on beds. I did, did. did see that comment, comment come through. Um, I reckon that's probably worth just throwing together a reel of all the different ones that we've okay. um, that we style. But basically, we're just still to try to keep it simple, keep the same colour palette that we've got in the rest of the house. So if we have a coloured sofa, we'll go with neutral coloured cushions. If we have a neutral sofa, we can bring in colour in the cushions, try to stick to about five and definitely a throw rug. So mm -hmm. different sizes, shapes, different, well, when I say shapes, oblong and rectangle, uh, oblong and square, mm -hmm. nothing too crazy, no stars. But, and, um, and don't turn any of them don't, yeah, don't diamond anything. Don't diamond That's anything. my contribution. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Styles. Jake. Uh, Hi, Sierra, Staging Co. Asks, where do you order your accent pillows from? And what is what is an accent pillow? Well, that's any of our decorative cushions that you okay. see. Um, it's just a different terminology. Gotcha. So we use a huge range of supplies and honestly it depends on where you're from. And Staging Co, I would imagine, is not... I don't know. I don't think they're Australian, but... I don't know. Um, so we have... Um, Edie Lifestyle, Paloma Living, Adair's Pillow Talk. We've spoken about quite a few of these supplies before. Madras Link, Madras Link Ivory. Um, there's um, Rappi.com. Like there's, there are so many different options. I've, I'm pretty sure Laura's popped some stuff up on a blog before as well. So mm. if you go into her blog and search cushions, you should be able to find something, I mm -hmm. imagine. Um, but, yeah. Lots of lots of different suppliers is the key. The Foxy at Home um, articles often say mm. where we get a, a lot of our furniture and pieces. So yeah, we I don't just stick to one supplier with cushions. I would have twenty different yeah. suppliers, and that's okay. what's the same with everything we yeah, buy. You have lots of options. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kate Louis underscore E. <laughs> Do you employ part time slash casual styles, or is everyone full time? Short answer is everyone is full time as our preference. That's the um, team culture. Yeah. Yep. Because we and. We, I mean, I know a lot of people go for either part-time or contractor because they don't necessarily have a full work, week worth of work. Mm -hmm. um, even when we didn't necessarily have the full week of, of work for somebody, we always went full-time because we were looking at our growth ambitions and wanting to kind of get them ready for that stage. But the idea behind it should be, yes, they might not have a week worth of tangible work for that employee, but they can take the work off your hands so and have you to then work on the business yep. and get more work in, which if they weren't there, you wouldn't be able to do. I think what what um, drives a lot of people to go down that path of part-time or contractor is the worry for the quiet weeks yeah, or Christmas. for those times where it's like, I don't have work, what do I do? I'm still paying somebody. Yep. We always came from the point of view of we would find the work or we would be smart enough to, with our... Leverage that Yeah, time. like our managing of our cash so that yeah. when we have those times, we, we could still pay somebody. Mm -hmm. um, we have one, two people on four days a week instead of five, but that's purely because that's how it's worked out and it'll change at some point in the future. It's not... Yeah, be, so Cassie, yeah. when Cassie comes back from maternity leave, she's doing four days a week instead of yep. five. And we're always open to that, obviously, being working parents ourselves. Um, and then Hayley's doing uni, so she needs just one extra day off to be able to make sure that she stays sane. So yep. absolutely, down with that. Yep. It gives people the confidence as well. Like we're, we're committing to them, yeah. 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 yeah, you get most out of, we, we commit to them, they commit back to us and you get the most out of somebody. I honestly believe that. Yep. And there's not the stress of having to find an extra contractor when, like, I, there's messages popping up in the stylist group even this week looking for contractors for this week because they're so busy because it's school holidays, they've lost people, they've got to stay home, all that sort of thing. You don't stylist contractors or logistics? Stylist. Stylist, yeah, right. There you go. Uh, this is it from a YouTube comment. Didn't catch the name though. Uh, great video. Greetings from Los Angeles. Uh, question mm. is, why is your furniture never covered or packed? Doesn't it get damaged or dirty? Because that would be a lot of work to constantly clean or fix it. 
it depends on where they've what the video like what they saw in the warehouse we don't have anything covered or wrapped or anything because it comes and goes so quickly when it's on the truck we you know we've got the moving blankets the pads that we wrap everything um, to protect it all so everything is covered and protected from yeah. damage um, probably a question i don't know if this is what they were going for but one that does come up is why don't we plastic wrap our fabric sofas and some of those chairs because um, i know a lot of stages and higher companies do that we don't partly because we don't want all the plastic to deal with you know from an uh, environmental point of view and how much we go through would go through um, but also really it's t down to time right the amount of time we would have to spend wrapping and unwrapping that sort of thing we're a business that likes or you know we we're about moving fast and efficiently um, we recognize that sometimes things will get a little bit dirty and we might need to clean them but we get around it in other ways like we wear the guys wear gloves when they're moving any sofas any fabric chairs like armchairs those sorts of things they wear gloves to protect it from getting dirty handprints and that sort of thing so yeah is there and you, you haven't found that uh, things get dirty no. in the well, warehouse. But, but everything, everything well, will always get dirty. You're hiring it out, so yeah. stuff's going to get dirty. It's no, not any dirty by not having it wrapped in the warehouse. It's a cost of business um, to us that we will get stuff clean. And um, so we get our upholstery cleaner in, and yep. he'll come and make everything up brand new um, when he when he cleans them. All of our sofas are done with a Warwick commercial grade fabric which means they're protected by a halo, um, which I guess if I can describe it like Scotchgard for those other stylists out here, mm -hmm. it's basically, it's got a cover on it that allows us to clean it back to basically brand new without an issue. We have like literally with a wipe of some, um, with a spray bottle. The, we've had to what, recover a couple, yeah, what, three, three sofas four maybe, yep. And that's what we do. I'd send these cover, these sofas to our upholsterer and get them recovered. And yep. honestly, the, the price, for that is far more price effective than me buying us buying glad wrap. Well, it's, it's a trade-off. We yeah, accept that we're going to yeah. have some things get a little bit dirty, damaged at times. Yeah. We try and minimise those, um, but we we recognise that we yeah, we're going to get that damage that the dirty it gets sometimes. Out of sight that it but the trade-off yeah. or the benefit for us is we're faster. We don't have to yeah. deal with plastic. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine yeah. having to wrap oh, no. plastic wrap? Like if we've got six, six installs and six pack-ups in a day, you think about how many sofas would have to be wrapped at mm. a job site or in the warehouse. Like that's a we've lot got, of time in plastic. So. We've got big bags that we had made. Mm. Um, the guy, there was the styling company down in Newcastle. They featured them. We loved them. So we had three of them made. And they are fantastic. But even the time to get the, the sofas yeah. into bags... And then it's, it's, it's infeasible to leave them in the bags <clears throat> because then you can't, it's not as easy as just doing, I've yep. got that sofa, that sofa. It's just, um, but yeah, they get dirtier out on site while they're being hired than they do sitting here in the warehouse unwrapped. So. Yep. Okay. So that's the questions. Before we get to under and overrated, we have someone come in and say hello to Sean W, <laughs> electrifying D from Alberta, Canada. So shout out to Sean now. He's over on the desk, <laughs> giving a fist pump. Fist pump over cheering. The All right, let's move on. Uh, under overrated to finish out. Coasters. Using coasters. Oh, underrated. Oh, overrated. Yeah, overrated. Yeah, overrated. Yeah. This I really struggle with. <laughs> you really do. Every, every week we have to remind you how this works. Yeah. It shouldn't be hard. Um, good audio on social media videos. Uh, underrated. Uh, overrated. What? Who cares? Well, Gar when it's echoing, the, you the reason I say I'm, I'm basically giving Gary V's answer. He's yeah. got one of the top what fifty podcasts oh, in the world, okay. and, and half of I his are not saying. the best quality. But so you, it can't be echoey. Well, you you want good quality, but his point is the the quality of the content is more important. Like if he can have a top fifty podcast in the world, and half the time it's difficult to hear some of the questions and that sort of thing. Mm. It, it, like you might you listen to it and you're like, this is annoying, but at the end of the day. It's a top 50 podcast, like people listen to it. So yeah. from that point of view, I'd say overrated. If it stops you 
like a lot of people will procrastinate in starting something because they feel yeah. like I've got to get the best microphone and I've got to get this and that. It's like, just start. Your, your phone works fine. Yep. Um, similar theme. Good lighting on social media videos. Mm. Mm, similar, but I'd say lighting is maybe a little more important than the audio. Mm. Oh, it's <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> okay. I think. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you think as the, uh, from the marketing point of view? No, I'd agree with your take, like Gary Vee's take of just get it done and people need all the expensive equipment to get started and that, that's what they worry about. It's like starting a home staging business. Your advice is just get started and you figure out. We slowly bring in, you know, the lights and the, and the microphones. It's still, like, not perfect by any stretch, but it'll do. It's good enough. Um, I'd probably say audio is more important than lighting. Think so? Don't mm. know. Okay. Depends on the video. You just throw it through a filter and make it brighter. Yeah, true. Uh, having a full warehouse. Mm. Uh, uh, it is great and pleasant and makes things easy, but I say it's overrated. Yeah, I'm going to go. If your warehouse is full, you're not doing the job as you should be doing as a stylist unless it's December. Mm. Yeah, I'd say overrated as well. It's good to have the options, but it slows things down when you're pulling furniture uh, and all Roughly, or roughly, exactly. Oh, we know this number. Uh, how many houses of furniture oh. have you got in the warehouse now? If you have no. to... oh. Do we know that? I don't know how many That's houses worth. We know it's... how much percent of stock we've got. All that, yeah. yeah that. That. About 15% of our stock's in the warehouse, and yeah. that, for us, given where we're at, that is almost perfect for where we need to be. Okay. Any more than that, and it gets a bit too full, and yeah. things get difficult to manoeuvre, any less than that and it doesn't give enough options for... So I'll, I should be allowed to choose from, with 15% of our stock with another two houses being packed up coming back this afternoon, yeah. four houses go out next, the next morning without mm. an issue of selections. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, last one, school holiday traffic oh. during the week. Yeah, Should underrated. Under, that means it's Yes, underrated, it's awesome. There was only thing, one Christmas traffic and then COVID traffic. Mm. That yeah. The only things that are better. I've got to say, even going home yesterday, Traffic wasn't any better for oh, me. Oh, well, that's your year at the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, but you think, like, it, after 3 o'clock, you think it would be fine. Like, who's going but to But does school coast? traffic, this is getting off topic, does school traffic make a difference to the motorway traffic? Well, you'd think so, right? I don't know. Who, who drives that far from school? Oh, but you just get people popping in and off the highway. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ignoring um, Sylvana, so you guys yep. stop talking about traffic. Yep, okay. Well, that is it for the okay. podcast. Thanks. You can answer your phone call if you want. No, it's all right. I'll um, thanks very much for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining on the live. Ask questions in comments or on Instagram stories when we ask for questions. And we'll see you back in next week. Thanks, Phoebe. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Cody. Done. <laughs>